Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of most, Sound the Bomb, and it is May 8th, 2022. And I think I'm going to try this for the next couple weeks. I tried it once before, but what I'm going to do is just give you kind of just the anime news and then throw in some other entertainment media news in there. There is some video game news. I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm really bad at commentating on video game news because video game news... There's just so much of it, and it's kind of like, like, it, it's news kind of like depending on whether you want to hear about it or not, you know what I mean? And, um, with anime news in general, it's just kind of, you know, anybody who's an otaku is just like, oh, okay, you know. But, like, like, imagine if, like, I when I did the video game news, all I did was comment on, like, you know, Call of Duty and Halo, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, uh once in a while I'll be like oh there's this indie game right and then there's like tens of other indie games out there that deserves to be talked about and I'm just um you know it would take a long time to gather news each time and I feel like um people will only want to find the video game news that uh, for games they care about and um I think I'll still talk about it you know like obviously I'll still be like oh yeah there's this uh, game here you know um you know, especially if it's anime-related. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to try and do just the anime news. And uh, I, I think I might I might stay like that. You know, obviously, if there's cool non-nerdy news, you know, like or not, not nerdy, non-anime news, you know, like, you know, like, oh, we got a new trailer for this, you know, or maybe I'll just have a section where it's just like a new movie trailer section, you know, or new TV show trailer section, you know, popular TV shows, things like that. I don't know. We'll see, but you let me know what you think, and yeah, I don't know, let's just jump into it, dude, let's just do it, but first and foremost, let's just get this out of the way, um, George Perez has passed away, uh, he passed away on Friday, he was 67 years old, um, he is one of the defining comic, like, writers and artists ever you know i mean he just he redefined wonder woman and he was there during the silver age of comics you know and it's just i think the silver age of comic books is one that that people know the most um he was an artist on infinity gauntlet um the avengers then he went back to DC. Um, I think he started in DC because he did the he did Teen Titans. Um, he played a key role in the 1987 reboot of Wonder Woman. I, I'm just reading that right here. Um, but yeah, like very very legendary comic artist. He was only 67, and yeah, rest in rest in paradise to a goat. And then Hiroyuki Watanabe also passed away. The talent agency YK Agent announced on Thursday that actor Hiroyuki Watanabe passed away on Tuesday at his home due to suicide. Um, he was um, Taiga and Kiba Okamigaro, and he was in he was in Kamen Rider Deno. He was he's I think he, he was in a lot of the anime live action stuff too. Um, oh, he was he was Freddy. He was a Freddy Mercury person in Cromartie High School. Um, but yeah, he was in he was in Garo um in Common Writer and I think he guessed it on some other 
tokusatsu things. Um, yeah, I mean, suicide is very, uh, very scary. If you're ever feeling some sort of way, please tell somebody. Please call 1-800-273-8255. That's a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, in Japan, it's a tell lifeline. It's a different number, obviously. But, you know, since most of our listeners are, you know, north in North America, 1-800-273-8255. And then Canada has 1-833-456-4566. Or talk to somebody. Talk to a friend, you know. Um, he was 66, you know, and obviously he had a lot going on. So uh, please, please tell somebody. Um, even a stranger on the phone, you know, you, you never know. But yeah, let's just jump into it. This is this newscast is for the both of them. Um, Netflix teases video of Sonic th- Prime, uh, which is a 3D animated series, the new Sonic TV series that's 3D animated. Um, this Sonic Prime, the teaser we got for it, it looks like he's running through Green Hill Zone with like the checkered loop-de-loops and checkered floor and all that stuff. So it looks like a Green Hill Zone, Emerald Hill Zone, and things of that nature. Um, so that's kind of cool. You know, I, I wonder if it's going to be more like kind of like the original games, you know, um, it's, they, they said that one of the like taglines they use for it is that it's Sonic will set out to save the universe while having his own self-discovery and redemption in a strange new multiverse. I don't know what that means. You know, obviously every, every storyline is a different universe of Sonic. So like the Archie comics is one one line of one universe line the movies are one line and sonic x is like he comes to earth you know so i don't know it's different also a new kung fu panda series as well at netflix and then cobra kai season five we finally got a teaser trailer for it and a release date of september 9th which is freaking crazy because um season four like just dropped in December, yeah, December. We got Jan. We got season three in Jan and January twenty twenty one, and then season four, December thirty first twenty twenty one. So right at the beginning of the year, right at the end of the year, and it's really crazy because like, um, yeah, we're already getting. It's like they're coming out faster and faster, which is like, which makes sense, right? Because they're so popular. It. Like, I don't watch a lot of TV anymore, honestly. And um, this is one of my favorite new television shows ever. It's the kind of, to be honest, the only television show I like right now. Um, you know, other than older ones. Like, in terms of, like, newer ones. Like, newer shows that are appearing everywhere. This is the only one I'm watching. And it it is mostly due to the fact that the Karate Kid movies were my favorite movies as a kid. Um, you know, but also they are just great on their own. You know, they do their own things and they fill in gaps with flashbacks to the the previous movies. So even if you haven't seen the original movies, you know, it works out, you know, because it's mostly about the kids, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I like it. The, the, the new kid in the last one... Um, is awesome because he's like this smaller kid and he becomes this, this raging angry kid, you know, who was getting bullied, bullied so far to the point where now he's like this scary kid and he's like 
I don't know. He's going to become a badass, and it's going to be scary. It's going to be it's going to be wild. It's cool. But yeah, season five, I'm excited. You should watch Cobra Kai because it's really good. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, let's see. Zelda Ocarina of Time, Miss Pac-Man make 2022 video game Hall of Fame. Jeez. Um, by the way, if you hear Trisha coughing in the back, she's sick. So, no, she doesn't have the Rona. She just got, like, bronchitis or something. So, I am sorry. Smokey's taking care of her, although he's not doing a really good job. Um, yeah, dude, freaking the larger field of 12 finalists... Also included Assassin's Creed, Candy Crush Saga, Minesweeper, NBA Jam, Parappa the Rapper, Resident Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. In 2021, the strong inducted Animal Crossing, Microsoft Flight Simulator, StarCraft, and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. So yeah, that's really cool, man. I'm excited. Um, the, mu- the museum describes the selection process as anyone may nominate a game to the, the Video Game Hall of Fame. Final selections are made on the advice of journalists, scholars, and other individuals familiar with the history of video games and their role in society. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, you know, uh, it's that's really cool. I'm sure, like, 10 years from now, they're going to put the newest Animal Crossing, you know, they're going to put New Horizons on in there, you know. Um, in 2021, they inducted the original one, the 2001 GameCube one. So that makes sense. Um but yeah, the inductees include The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Miss Pac-Man, Dance Dance Revolution, and Sid Meier's Civilization. I mean, all four games are in their own right in, you know, s- setting their foot in the ground of history. So that makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. Um, Dance Dance Revolution brought people back to the arcade in the 2000s. And um, Sid Meier's Civilization... Arguably one of the the best computer games ever to have been created, Zelda: Ocarina of Time, a landmark in the Zelda series and in just the N sixty four library, and Miss Pac Man, uh, showing that anything you can do, women can do too. So pretty fucking cool. Um, Deadline Hawkeye director Reese Thomas now slated to direct live action Robotech film. Entertainment news website Deadline reported on April 26th that Hawkeye series director Reese Thomas uh, will direct Sony Pictures' live-action Robotech film. Uh, Deadline also reported that Art Markham and Matt Holloway, um, the scriptwriters for Iron Man and Uncharted, uh, wrote the script with the rewrite by Sharper duo Brian Gatewood and Alessandro Tanaka. Uh, Deadline also stated Mark Canton and Gianni Nunari, producers for 300 and Immortals, are producers on the project. Harmony Gold USA signed two live-action Robotech motion picture deals in 2007 with Warner Brothers and in 2016 with Columbia. No live-action films have yet been released. So that's crazy, man. We'll see. <clears throat> that could be cool. They're getting better at adapting these things, so who knows. Uh, when it comes to anime ones, though, they still haven't hit yet, so we'll see. Except I think Battle Angel Alita hit. Alita Battle Angel hit pretty good. I think that was that was a good one. Um, bum bum. Love all play anime cast Kosuke, Toriyumi, Yuki, Tai, um, members of the Saitama Futaba Academy Badminton Club. Love all play the badminton novel revealed two more cast members on the show Saturday. I believe this anime is uh, 
Oh, dude, this is spring anime already. I probably shouldn't be talking about this. I probably grabbed this from... Yeah, this article is from... Why is this article... Oh, because they're adding cast members. I was like, why is this article new then? Um, but yeah, anyone watching this one? We're about to do our spring impre- first impressions um, these next two weeks. So ex- get excited for that. Uh, maybe I'll give this one a watch. Fantasia Fest to screen Inu O, The Girl from the Other Side, and the Mole Song Final Anime Supremacy. Um, anime Supremacy looks really cool. That is supposed to be like a documentary of about animators in Japan which is sick, you know? Um, not even just animators, but I think also... Um, I think also... Uh, like, voice actors and stuff. Oh, no, this is a fictional movie. Okay, I thought it was, like, a documentary. No. Okay. A producer, director, and animator survive in a business infamous for its murder schedules. Um, Live-action film adaptation of Mizuki Tsujimura's anime supremacy, Hakan anime novel, began streaming on... Began streaming, an anime will change the world trailer for the film on Monday. The video will stream June 30th. Oh, okay, so it's a fictional movie about people making anime. That sounds really awesome, though. I'm going to watch that. Um, but yeah, Girl from the Other Side is a manga um, by uh, Nagabe. Um, and they did the story and art for it. I guess there is an OAV of it as well. Um or unless this is the OAB that they're talking about. But this seems like a movie, so I don't know. But it's a manga I definitely want to read. And then Inuo, of course, by Misaki Yuasa. Still haven't seen that. Want to see that. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is now number one game-based film in the U.S. Yeah, I just watched this recently, and I'll save my thoughts for it for when we do a cinematography on it, because me and Danny are doing a cinematography episode on it. Um, but if you want to hear our thoughts on that, then make sure you uh, check that out when we... When we drop that piece, that'll be a EX episode. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Uh, I think the first one is slightly better. Um, and I'll say why, you know, when we do that. But yeah, I, I thought it was great. I thought Jim Carrey was great, as always. Eater Salva's Knuckles and um, Colleen O'Shaughnessy reprising her role as, as, um, as Tails since 2014, you know, really cool. Goblin Slayer manga artist launches Hololive virtual YouTuber fantasy manga. The official Twitter account for Square Enix's Big Gone Gone magazine revealed on Friday that virtual YouTuber agency Hololive's Hololive alternative project is getting a serialized manga titled Holo, Hollow Earth Chronicles Side E Yamato Kaso Kaiten um, by Kosuke Kurose, who does Goblin Slayer. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So it's like a Hololive isekai um, thing. So that's pretty cool. It's a manga. Rika Matsumoto says she earned no royalties from iconic Japanese Pokemon theme song. Voice, voice actress and singer Rika, Rika Matsumoto revealed on the Haken Giddy 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 no Giddy variety show on Wednesday that she has earned no royalties from singing Mezase Pokemon Master, the iconic first Japanese opening theme of the Pokemon anime. Instead, she signed a contract that earned her a flat fee of 100,000 yen. Um, which is $771 in today's currency. Um, back then, I wonder if there's probably a website where you can look that up, huh? Like, like what the, what the rates were, like the transfer, not transfer, but the, what do you call it when you, when you're changing $1 for, when you're changing one kind of currency to another country's currency conversion rate. 
I'm sure the conversion. I mean, we can find a website where the conversion rate was was different, right? Because when was that song recorded? 1997, right? 1997. Hmm. 1997. Money. Let's do this right now, live on the newscast. <laughs> conversion rates. Uh, in 1997. Yeah, but I want to see like. This is just America. One dollar in nineteen ninety seven is has a purchasing power of about a dollar seventy nine today. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um let's see. Maybe I should type in USD to yen, huh? Let's type that in. Nineteen ninety seven. One hundred hold on. What did it say? What did it say? One hundred thousand yen. So 100,000 yen was $764 back then. Now it's 771. Okay, so not that not that big a difference. Still though. Sheesh. Like <laughs> that seems like not a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's dang. Yeah, royal when it comes to music nowadays, man, if you write a hit, you better don't sign no contract. That's a one-time thing. Make sure the contract says you get a fucking dollar every time they play it or something. You know what I mean? Like, just be like, nah, man. I get fucking. If you want royalties from this, you gotta you gotta rent it for fifty million dollars or something. I don't know. I don't know how music works, but still. Um, Pokemon anime reveals new visual for the show's climax. Um. TV Tokyo revealed a new visual on Friday for the Pokemon Journeys anime. The visual features the eight trainers and their own Pokemon who will battle it out in the Pokemon World Championships tournament. The visual notes that the climax of the show is about to begin. Pokemon Journeys, the series, premiered on TV Tokyo and its affiliates. Um, when they say climax of the show, I think they just mean Journeys or Master Journeys. So, like, the Journeys saga is Pokemon Journeys and then Pokemon Master Journeys. So I don't know if the, when they say climax, it means just journeys. But, like, this key visual has trainers from, like, all gens in it. So, like, Cynthia's on it. Um, Lance is on it. The one girl from, uh, what is that, Gen 5? I forget her name. Or, no, she's from Alola, I think. I don't remember. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bunch of just strong-ass trainers on this poster along with Ash and Leon on the front in the middle so that's gonna be cool that's gonna be cool man that's gonna be cool uh the legend of dororo and hyakimaru satoshi shiki launches new manga the june issue of kodansha's monthly shonen Sirius magazine revealed on april 26th that satoshi shiki will launch a new manga titled akumakojo demon princess in the magazine's next issue on may 26th the manga adapts biori harunohi's original story the manga will have an 82 page first chapter and will have a color opening page the manga centers on a demon girl who constantly dreams of a world full of light in a modern world with schools, trains, buses, friends, families, movies, and books. At the end of the dream, she finds herself in a white room. Before being engulfed by darkness and waking up again, she yearns so much for the world, for that world of light that when a summoning circle appears before her, she steps into it and wakens into the body of a baby within a holy kingdom. Oh. Satoshi Shiki, huh? He did this uh, manga adaptation of Dororo and Hiyakimaru. I like the art. That's cool art. I feel like I've seen this person's art before. Satoshi Shiki? Let's look it up. Let's look it up, Satoshi Shiki. 
Oh, they did, um... Did they do that? Attack on Titan before the fall? That's really cool. Man, that looks really sweet, actually. You know what this person's uh, style kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, um... Kind of reminds me of, like... Mid-90s style. But, like, a more modern version of it. That's really cool. I like that. Koji Yamamura's Ikuto no Kita anime film competes at Annecy this year. This year's Annecy International Animation Film Festival announced on Tuesday that Koji Yamamura's Ikuto no Kita anime film will screen in competition at this year's event in the feature films Contra Champ in competition category. In addition, Naoko Yamada's Garden of Remembrance anime short will screen as part of the work-in-progress track for ongoing productions. Yamamura's uh, Hokyoku Guma Sogoku Hima is also screening at this year's event in the Young Audiences Short Films category. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yamada is a veteran um, director on several KyoAni works, including K-On, A Silent Voices, and The Bluebird, Tamako Market, and Tamako Love Story. Her latest work is The Heike Story, her first work since leaving KyoAni. Um, yeah, dude. Pretty cool. Um, Ikuta no Kita. That looks really interesting. Should check that out. Final Symphony Final Fantasy Concert Series returns after four years. Square Enix announced on Wednesday that its Final Symphony Concert Series featuring music from its Final Fantasy series will return in 2023. The most recent Final Symphony concert was held in Essen, Germany in July 2019. The City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra will perform next year's concert in Birmingham, England on April 16, 2023. The announcement notes that the concert will be a tour, though only the Birmingham concert has been announced. I would love to go to that. If this ever comes around, I will. I would love to go to that. Final Fantasy music is just tops. Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, Spy Family rank on NYT May bestseller list. Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man manga, Gege Akutami's Jujutsu Kaisen, and Tatsuyo Endo's Spy Family ranked on the New York Times monthly graphic books and manga bestseller list released in early May. Um, the 30th volume of My Hero ranked at 30. The first volume of Demon Slayer ranked at 7. Uh, the first volume of Chainsaw Man at 10, and Demon Slayer Stories of Water and Flame on 11. So yeah, dude, I'm excited for Spy Family. I can't wait to watch that and give you my first impressions of it. I know it's one of the coolest things coming out of Jump Plus right now. So it's really cool that Chainsaw Man ended, you know, actually, when did it end? Sometime in 2022, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. It's really cool that it ended. Um, I know it still says, it still says, till present um march 2021 okay yeah it ended a over a year ago now and people are still just you know we're st you know because we're we're getting the release in english you know so much later that people are just like holy shit you know um but yeah i i love i loved it i love chainsaw man i'm excited to read the sequel that's coming to jump plus although i don't know I kind of like the way it ended, to be honest, so who knows, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss, right? So, like, okay, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, the, the, there was a guy, they call him a fictosexual, and I don't know if, you know, if that's a real sexual orientation, then that's okay, you know, whatever. Um, but basically it means uh, some people will call it strange. I get it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, he's not hurting anyone, so who fucking cares? But, like, yeah, basically it means you're married to a fictional character or you're in love with a fictional character or something. Or you have 
sexual attraction or romantic attraction to a fictional character. And so there was this guy who like married um a, like a Hatsune Miku like hologram thing or yeah, something like that. Um in the picture here it shows like he's got like a life-size doll of her, I don't know. But basically a bunch of people were making fun of him because the New York Post um of course, the New York Post wrote an article on it and you know the new york post in my opinion is kind of full of shit um they just want to like make people click and outrage on things um but yeah gene simmons like retweeted the the article and was like doesn't matter if you understand this relationship it only matters if this otaku man is happy otaku is a person who is a manga and tech fan good luck to him (laughs) so i mean in my opinion gene simmons has spoken so like shut the fuck up about it you know what i mean um but yeah, I mean, Gene Simmons has always been an otaku and an anime fan. I mean, he was in a live-action anime movie. You know, he was in he was in DMC. So, I don't know. It, honestly, this is one of those things where it's just kind of like they know they're going to get clicks on it, so they write an article about it. Like, they, they're they're making me talk about it right now. You know, obviously, like, I'm, I'm a yutz enough to, like, talk about it and be like, hey, guys, check this out. But really what I want to do is just share Gene Simmons' Uh, take on it because I agree it's the same thing it's like it's just one of those things New York Post does and not even just New York Post but other other online uh, news places that will just write an article to make people uh, outraged and lean one way you know what I mean so in my opinion dude's not doing nothing to anyone so who cares um so this is not really anime news Although it could be for any, you know, my fellow nerdy and otaku friends or just traveling friends in general who want to travel. But Japan is going to ease their foreign travel restrictions further in June. And the reason I bring it up is because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a bunch of discords, obviously. And, you know, I've have, I have friends who are, are wanting to travel to Japan to compete in card game tournaments over there and just eat food and do all the stuff that you normally do when you travel other places. And... um yeah, so I mean, I think I thought that was cool. I just thought I might as well bring it up because I know a lot of people are going to want to travel there come the summer. Zombie Zoo anime based on nine-year-old boys NFTs debuts in May. <laughs> the official website for Zombie Zoo toy animations anime based on the NFT art collection by a nine-year-old boy artist, Zombie Zookeeper, revealed the anime staff in May premiere date on Thursday. The site also unveiled the character designs and two stills from the live-action portion of the anime. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, YP Yurupe is directing the anime. Um, he's directing music videos for such groups as Zurumeo, Green, Gorilla Attack, and Buyer Client. Um, Zombie Zookeeper created the art collection Zombie Zoo as his research project during his summer vacation last year. With the help of his mother, artist Emmy Kusano, he started selling the pixel art as NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and celebra- celebrities such as Steve Aoki brought- bought the NFT artwork. As of January 24, Zombie Zookeeper has created 209 pixel art pieces and made them available on the NFT marketplace OpenSea. He was later selected on the 2021 Forbes Japan 100 list, and Toy Animation stated he quickly became the face of NFT art scene in Japan. Um... Toy Animation said that while it has brought many kids' animations into the world through the hands of adult creators, this time the main creator of this project is the child himself. The company added, it started this project because we wanted to support and create animations that reflect children's creativity as it is. 
I mean, hey, you regardless of how you feel about NFTs, it's cool that it got this kid this this thing. You know what I mean? So that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, dude. Okay, so I didn't know that this was a thing. Zayla and Fruit and other Initial D people, listen up. Um, Initial D successor anime MF Ghost reveals staff. Eurobeat soundtrack with second video. The official website for the television anime of Shuichi Shigeno's MF Ghost manga posted the anime's second promotional video on Thursday. The Eurobeat video announces the staff and its anime implies features a Eurobeat soundtrack. Um, the website also posted the character designs. MF Ghost. Dude. Tomohito Naka, Initial D Legend 2, Racer, Initial D Legend 3, Dream, and Sword Guy, the animation, is directing the anime at his studio, Felix Film. Kenichi Yamashita is in charge of this, the scripts and writing them with Akihiko Inari. Naoki Onda is designing the characters and serving as one of the chief animation directors with Chiyoko Sakamoto. Uh, Hiroki Uchida is a 3D director. Uh, Masufumi Mima is directing the sound, and Akio, Akio Dobashi, uh, who did the initial D Legend films, is composing the music. Um, Chiyoko Sakamoto, I feel like they're a key animator. They are. Okay. I was like, I feel like I've seen this name before. They've done key animation for the first Ava movie, rebuild movie. Uh, Drifters, Dead Man Wonderland key animation, Baki Monogatari assistant animation director. Wow. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's really cool. MF Ghost, man. This looks really sweet. So that's going to be... I don't I think it takes place like in the world of Initial D or something. Uh, let's see. The series takes place in the 2020s when self-driving cars are ubiquitous in Japan. The manga centers on Kanata Livington, a Japanese driver who goes back to Japan after graduating at the top of his class at a racing school in England. The series also focuses on the MFG, a racing circuit on public roads that has garnered attention worldwide. Oh, Shigeno ended his initial D manga in Young Magazine in 2013, and Tokyo Pop published the beginning of that manga in North America, and Kodansha Comics and Comicsology are offering the complete manga in English. So that's that's cool, man. So it's just another racing thing. It doesn't say whether it play, whether or not it takes place in um, the initial D, like you know timeline or anything but it's cool it's just another it's a, it's a new racing story you know so the street racing story. i mean so that's sick you know who cares maybe we'll get a uh, whole ass arcade games of it seven seas licenses world's fastest level of light novels my sister the cat and more manga seven seas man they killing the game right now they always be licensing new shit my sister the cat this looks really cute <laughs> what the fuck after losing his mother at a young age, Nekota is taken in by family friends who happen to be a couple of human-sized walking, talking cats. Not only do his new parents have paws, tails, and furry pointed ears, but now he has an adorable little sister, Neneko-chan, as a high schooler. He's integrated well into their household, and his precocious adoptive sister has finally accepted him as her big brother. Dude, that's really cute. What? I have to read that. Fuck. I gotta update my analyst. Dude, we're all hold on a sec. Just so I don't forget, I'm opening on my analyst. And I'm going to leave that page open, so I know. And then we have um, the first volume of Hiroshi Noda and Takahiro Wakamatsu's No Longer Human in Another World. Uh, an adventure in another world with cute girls by your side and video game-like powers sounds like an anime fan's dream. Not so for not so for melancholic author Osamu Dazai, who would quite literally prefer to drop dead. <laughs> so he gets isekai'd 
into an RPG, something or other, and he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care. Um, The Night Blooms Behind Castle Walls, physical and digital, by Masanari Yuduka. Rosa dreams of taking up arms and protecting the people as a courageous knight, but in order to achieve this, she must first become a squire, and those duties around the castle are much less glorious. One moment she's caring for horses in the stable, the next she's chopping a huge pile of firewood or battling a mountain of laundry, and of course she must be also ever be ready to assist the knight she serves. Though her task in this role may seem mundane, all are important steps on her journey to becoming a knight worthy of legend. Yeah, it's really cool, man. Uh, and also Utakata, Gap, Papa, Daddy at work and at home, physically and digitally, uh, his colleagues at work see him as a handsome, cool, and distant, but the moment he's back home, this frosty-looking salary man shows his true colors as a doting father and husband, playing silly games with his young daughter, showering kisses on his beloved wife. What a gap between his appearance and behavior. So basically, it's just wholesome, wholesome house husband and father, the manga. Okay. The manga will be in full color. Well, all right. I want to read that. Let's do Let's read that. Let's go. Um, Uma Musume Pretty Derby franchise gets new streaming anime. Let's get it. Um, it doesn't say when this will premiere, but the second season premiered in January. Uh, so, yeah, this, I think this is a new 13, 12 episode thing online streaming. Um, but, yeah, if you're into Uma Musume, there you go. Bean Bandit Episode Zero Anime Project launches with English subtitles. Kenichi Sonoda released an English subtitled version of his Bean Bandit Episode Zero project on April 12th. The version is available to backers that subscribe to Plan 2 and higher tiers. The Kickstarter campaign for the project ran from May 2018 to June 2018, and it raised, um, like, uh, oh, they, they typed this number wrong, $179,718, surpassing the original... 15 million yen goal. The initial, so 23 million was what it raised. 15 million yen is what it was asking for. The campaign had stretch goals to expand the runtime to 20 minutes or 45 minutes, but did not reach those goals. Sonoda launched a campfire crowdfunding campaign in Japan in 2019. He is credited with the original work, planning, and scenario, and is also credited as chief director and chief animation director. Yu Aoki, uh, the firearm animation director of Sword Art Online 2 and Gate, is directing the anime. Keizo Shimitsu, Legend of Galactic Heroes, and Cobra the Animation, is the character designer. And Shujiro Hamakawa is the animation supervisor. And Hisayoshi Hirasawa is the sound director. Um, yeah, dude, the animation got a Blu-ray disc release that shipped in September. Sonoda also said on the Kickstarter page that he wants to bring Bean Bandit to the big screen and even an animator series and movie. Um, Sonata attended the Anime Central Convention in Illinois in May 2019 to screen the world premiere of the episode. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Bean Bandit. Let's fucking go, dude. I love Bean Bandit. Um, Mashal, Magic and Muscles manga starts final arc in the 12th volume. The 11th volume of Hajime Komoto's Mashal, Magic and Muscles manga revealed on Monday that the manga will enter its final arc starting with the 12th volume. Both Viz Media's Shonen Jump Service and Shuisha's Manga Plus Service are publishing the manga digitally in English. Shuisha describes the manga as uh, a world ma- where magic is used for everything, but deep in the forest exists a young man who spends his time training and bulking up. He can't use magic, but he enjoys a peaceful life with his father. But one day his life is put in danger. Um, yeah, dude, this was this launched in like a couple years ago, and Project Manga has been covering it the whole its entire tenor. So 
that's really cool. If you're reading Mashal right now, check out Project Manga Podcast for their chapter-by-chapter weekly reviews on it. Embracer Group to acquire Eidos Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix's Montreal from Square Enix. Um, Yeah, I guess they are selling off different divisions that they've and different companies that they've um, had to to um, Embracer. I don't know what that really means, um, but uh, Eidos Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal. Um, so Embracer Group will be handling it. Maybe they're just handling it on that end, you know? Who knows? But uh, if you don't know who Eidos is, they were their own kind of, uh, kind of like RPG. They did a lot of RPG games um, and things like that, and Square Enix acquired them, you know, a bit ago. I think they acquired them before they acquired Enix, you know, back when Square was just Squaresoft. But yeah. More than a married couple, but not lovers. Anime unveil staff teaser visual. Uh, studio mother animates classmates in marriage training school project. Um, the manga, uh, the story of the manga, um, centers on a third-year student, Ju- student Jiro Yakuin, who gets saddled with his Gyaru classmate Akari Watsunabe for the class's marriage training project. About practicing to be a married couple, Jiro is the complete opposite of Akari, but the two know that if they don't do well, they will. That if they, if they do well, they will be able to switch partners to end up with their respective crushes, and so they force themselves to act like the perfect married couple. Oh, it could be cute. Who knows? I like the girl, the, the, the main chick, Akari. I like her long pink hair. She looks cute. Um, but yeah, dude. That's all I got. That's all I got for the fucking news, bitch. I'm going to be sitting here watching anime. And then, uh, you know, maybe drawing some booty, drawing some butts, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I hope you guys enjoy that. Let me know if that was an okay for a newscast or not. Like I said, I just, you know what I mean? I just kind of want to bring the anime news and, you know, other little things here and there. Like, obviously, the Video Game Hall of Fame we can do and <clears throat> things like that. But I just, it's just, uh, I'm not, I feel like I'm not built to be, like, a multimedia, like, um... Like, somebody who can do decent coverage of that stuff. But if you do like how I did it before, that's cool, too. I can still do it that way. Just let me know. Let me know what you think. I feel like after doing the newscast for a couple of years now, I'm just, like, I'm still, like, trying to figure out how to do it, which is which is fine with me. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay with that. I always want to improve, you know, and change and move things around. You know, make it easier for me. Make it better for you. Whatever. Whatever it takes. So... Let me know what you think. That being said, I love you guys very much. I'll always love you. And thanks for listening. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.